When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. The Madison Mallards, and of course, Carbon 4. Hang on to your tractors. Here's another update. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Back around with you on a Thursday morning. Good morning, everyone. I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. Well, the county fair activities are ratcheting up across the state of Wisconsin. Today, the Dane County Fair engages at the Alliant Energy Center in Madison. Hey, keep your eyes out for our friends uh, Charity Seebecker and Stephanie Hoff. They're making their way up to the Fond du Lac County Fair today. And Allison Lund uh, took in the Green County Fair yesterday. We've got details coming up. If you're headed to the county fair, you don't have to worry about any rain, at least not until the weekend. Sunshine today in 88. Friday, partly sunny skies in 88. Saturday, looks like we've got a chance of an afternoon shower or thunderstorm, 90 degrees. Sunday, partly sunny skies and 82, just a 40% chance of some showers on Sunday. We'll talk more weather with Stu Mucker, Ag Meteorologist, and we've also got Mike North with Everag joining us this morning. Have you ever put brats on the grill, or maybe you've been a guest at somebody else's backyard barbecue, and all of a sudden you find they shrink? Well, guess what? These brats don't shrink. Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Yankee here for Bavaria Sausage Kitchen. They're located in Fitchburg, but everybody can shop online, BavariaSausage.com, or find them on Facebook, Bavaria Sausage. They've got so many different types of brats for you to try, and they'll ship them to you so that you can enjoy them in your backyard. Fully cooked, gluten-free, ready to grill, and these brats won't shrink. You'll have an opportunity to pair it up with an outstanding German bun, some of that kraut, and, of course, German mustard. Find it all available online, BavariaSausage.com, their Facebook page, Bavaria Sausage, or stop by their retail location on the corner of Nesbitt Road, Fitchrona Road in Fitchburg. Open Monday through Friday, 9 until 5. When you stop by, tell them the farm babe sent you. A lot of people don't know that Wisconsin is a major player when it comes to fall potatoes. Nothing like Idaho, but we got a lot of spuds in the ground around Wisconsin, Pam. And uh, hopefully it's a good crop this year. It is a good crop, Bob, but it's one that deserves monitoring. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I talked about that with Bo Hartline. He's the operations manager for Allsome Foods. Now, he manages a lot of ground around the state of Wisconsin. And just like our corn and soybean growers, really anybody that put anything in the ground this spring, that cool, wet start caused issues. We went from a cool, wet start to 90 degrees, back to cool weather. Uh, the good news is that we're literally just days away from beginning to dig the new spuds of 2022. Bo Hartline gives us a little bit of an update from his perspective. It kind of set us back a little bit, I think. And, um, you know, whenever we, we plant our seed pieces, we, we kind of expect them to come up out of the ground within 20 to 25 days to have emergence. And a lot of fields this year were 25 to 30 days. And the longer that you that we have them sitting in the ground, the more vulnerable they are to disease and uh, to seed piece uh, decay. And, uh, you know, because of that, we, we did have some stand issues on some varieties and some fields. But uh, overall, things, you know, everything came through it pretty good. And, you know, even the fields that we know we might not have as good of a yield on because we had some stand loss, I, they've actually, you know, are, are starting to look pretty good now. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, all in all, we got through it okay. 
You know, we, we talked about how spring started off a little bit cooler than average. Then we hit, bam, some really hot summertime weather, then back to cool. Tell people what that plant does, Bo, when it's kind of making its way through those kinds of weather cycles, not just this spring, but we saw it again after those plants had been established. Yeah, you know, you know, potatoes are, are, are you know, are kind of strange, I would say. Uh, you know, early on in their, their development, kind of once they come out of the ground until they get to, you know, about right now or maybe a week or two ago, you know, roughly right before flowering, you know, you know, they tend to do pretty good with heat. Um, but once it gets to a certain point, they don't like heat at all. You know, they want to be kind of a 75 degree, you know, sunny day. Um, you know, all in all, I don't think it hurt us too bad whenever it's hot like that. Um, you know, the only thing is, it, you know, once, once you get up to, say, 85 or above, they, they do kind of start to heat stress a little bit. And um, we really worry about that once we get into into July and we've got some tubers underneath the plants that, um, you know, there's some, something called hollow heart that can really affect us. Uh, you know, basically it's called spurt, you know, it comes from spurt growing where uh, the potato, you know, it, it's, it gets too hot during the day and so it kind of shuts down and uh, it's not doing anything, and then it gets cools off at night. And it grows really fast because uh, it thinks, "Hey, it's it kind of cooled off. I'm gonna uh, kind of do my my uh, my routine here." But um, you know, overall, I you know I think we got through the heat okay. I just mm-hmm. hope it you know kind of moderates here and gets back down in low 80s and mm-hmm. hopefully low 60s at night. So. Now, Bo, how fast can a potato develop in 24 hours time, 48 hours time? I mean, again, I think that people don't necessarily understand how sophisticated a spud really is. Yeah, you know, I think there's certain times during during July and maybe the first part of August when it's kind of the, 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 the canopy's completely grown and uh, the plants kind of start to naturally senesce and they'll, uh, you know, they'll start putting the, the energy that it's developed in the, in the canopy, they'll start kind of sending it down and putting it into the tubers. I, you know, you can get, I don't know, you know, a 5% increase in a matter of a few days on yield. Um, you know, it's not, it doesn't happen like that, you know, every week or anything, but there's a kind of a peak time there where that it, you know, they can really put on some weight. Um, you know, potatoes are go by hundred weight and a good yield is, you know, say 450, hundred weight or 500, hundred weight. Um, so you could put on, you know, 20 or 30, hundred weight and a, matter of a few days sometimes i think now you were also mentioning to me that it's going to weather is going to become critical yet again you're through the flowering period for most of your fields and picking or shall i say digging potatoes not too far down the road tell people what's going to be happening then yeah so we're we are looking at starting to dig in about 21 days um you know we're basically waiting you know and and hoping that the you know we get to the, the optimum size that we're looking to to send to market and uh, just hoping that the plants kind of naturally senesce. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have to help the, help them senesce. And, um, you know, as we, you know, start to get into harvest, we'll, we'll harvest when the temperatures are, are warmer throughout, say, uh, the month of August. Um, but then whenever we want to start storing potatoes, then we, we want the, the, you know, the nighttime temperatures to get down lower, the daytime temperatures to get down lower, uh, just to help with the storage quality of them. Uh, you know, we try to store throughout most of the year at about 39 to 40 degrees in our bulk bins. So if you can imagine if you harvest a potato that's 80 degrees, try to cool it off to, to 40 degrees, it's it's kind of a shock to it. So uh, we try to harvest when the potatoes themselves are about, 
you know, 60 degrees or, or below before we put them into our storage bins. Um, you know, during August, whenever it's so warm, we're basically digging everything and shipping it, you know, right up to our, our wash shed that washes them and packages them into bags that you'll find in a, a Woodman's or an Aldi shelf in a few days. Yeah. And so you don't have to really worry about long-term storage. And so that that is something that we really, you know, once we get into September, we really need that cool weather to, to come along. And um, it doesn't, Mother Nature doesn't always cooperate. But. Right, right. Now, are you monitoring the quality of the potatoes right along, Bo? I mean, it's one thing to look at the plant above ground, but do you, as kind of the manager, farm manager, kind of all pick, uh, pull up some plants and start evaluating those tubers? Like you said, I, you and I have talked about hollow heart before. Yeah, so we actually, you know, this week we actually started going through uh, some of our earlier fields to, uh, we call, we, we say we're doing yield checks. Uh, you know, part of that is trying to dig up a certain amount of feet of row uh, to try to estimate where our yield is currently. Uh, but the other side of that is that we do all kinds of quality checks on them as well. So we, we wash up samples, we, um, you know, we cut them open, we look for internal problems, uh, you know, trying to make sure that the actual size of the potatoes are right and what consumers want um so that you know that's kind of a month-long process again we, we just started that now and we'll probably be around to every field you know three or four times between now and the end of august just to kind of look for any problem areas and just to kind of examine how the overall crop is coming along um as well as like you mentioned hollow heart that's a big problem for us uh you know sometimes if if we see hollow heart increasing in a field we can uh, kind of target that one to dig sooner so it doesn't have a chance to develop as much. Sure, sure. Now, like you said, once you start digging, that process really doesn't stop until the last plant has been pulled up. Uh, explain for people, that that's a process literally that can go far longer than I expected. Uh, you know, frost and things like that even doesn't necessarily preclude still being able to pull up spuds. That's right, Pam. You know, so again, we, we hope to start digging in about 21 days from now toward the end of July. Um, and, and we'll, we'll still be digging, you know, end of October. Um, you know, usually whenever you get the first frost, it's not a big deal for potatoes. Uh, you know, potatoes, we, we don't want them to freeze themselves. Uh, but they are inside of a, you know, inside of a couple inches of dirt inside of the hill, at least. Uh, what we find though is that if it, if it freezes, you know, if it gets below freezing for multiple hours or you have a sharp drop to 25 or 26 degrees, it can penetrate and get a little bit of the potatoes on the sides of the hill. But, you know, by and large, the overall crop is still good. Uh, but we still, you know, I guess if we had a goal, it would be to not, you know, to have everything dug before the first frost. That doesn't happen, though. You know, we can only harvest so much every day. And, uh, you know, like I said, with, with storage, uh, we want the temperatures to be below a certain point. Uh, but we also want them to be above a certain point for, for freezing as well. So there's kind of a narrow window there. And some years we, we luck out and we can get done before the first frost. Some years not. But mm -hmm. I would say our, our average, you know, uh, or our target date to get done digging is sometimes uh, October 15th, October 20th. Excellent. Bo Hartline's along with us. He's the operations manager for Allsome Farms and a fellow that I turn to when I want to know what's happening with spuds. Now, Bo, talk to me a little bit about after the season. You know, if you, you've mentioned a couple times now that some of your varieties may have, uh, you know, little certain weaknesses, certain traits. What do you guys do once the last spud is done in evaluating for 2023? 
Yeah, so there's a lot of work, you know, a, a, along with kind of keeping up the, the storage and keeping up the, the quality of potatoes that we have in storage. There, there's a lot of work that we do into researching the varieties. And uh, as we're digging the varieties and we're putting them into the bins, we take, you know, thousands of pounds of samples, you know, every year and kind of the same process as whenever we do our yield checks. We do a lot of quality checks on them, a lot of sizing checks, and we kind of evaluate, you know, so if we have, 15 different varieties we might say hey these bottom two varieties don't you know aren't functioning for us we need to look for for some new ones and so every year we uh we're kind of look, constantly looking to improve and constantly looking for that that new variety that best suits us and suits what we're looking for mm-hmm. excellent well we're going to catch back up with bo once they start digging those potatoes about 21 days from now bo hartline is the operations manager for Awesome farms incorporated and he is one of those fellows that's always looking to help you better understand our wisconsin potatoes so don't be afraid to go to their website awesome.com that's a-l-s-u-m.com and find out more about our great wisconsin potato growers from the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. There goes Pam Yonke across Wisconsin in her suburban truck. Thanks to DeKalb, constantly innovating products and technology to maximize crop protection, production, and yields. And from Blaine's Farm and Fleet, the original, authentic, still family-owned since 1955. Keep up with Pam at fabulousfarmbabe.net on Facebook and Twitter. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit RuralMutual.com slash win and enter to win State Fair tickets. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Wisconsin Farm Bureau is an exciting organization because it has a plethora of opportunities for young farmers and agriculturists, specifically a Young Farmer and Agriculturist program for members ages 18 to 35, where you can learn about leadership development, advocating for agriculture, and network with your peers. WFBF.com. You'll learn so much. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. That squeal you're hearing while you come to a stop, that's your brakes crying for help. At Tom's Auto Center, we offer five-star brake repair on all makes and models. Stop by for a brake fluid and brake inspection. If your brakes are talking to you or screaming for help, we'll diagnose it and give you a written estimate. We want you to be able to trust your brakes. Tom's Auto Center. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. Sows, cows, plows. Heck, anything connected to farming's on the menu here. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Well, and this week you might get to see it all in action. We've got all kinds of county fairs that are happening. Again, Allison Lund was at the Green County Fair yesterday in Monroe. And uh, today, Stephanie and uh, Charity are on their way to the Fond du Lac County Fair in Fond du Lac. Tumac Ag Meteorologist joining us this morning. And you were busy last night with some of the activities in Fond du Lac, huh? 
Well, yeah, we had the uh, county fireman truck tractor pull. You know, we were starting at 6 o'clock. The fairs to the fair did a welcoming remark and invited everybody in. And we did the national anthem. All right, we're ready to go. These are the classes we're starting with. And the sky opened up and it rained. <laughs> so our 6 o'clock start time then delayed to just about 8 o'clock before we got it back underway. What time did you get done? Oh, what time did you get done? Oh, just a little after 10. Oh, well, I was afraid <laughs> that you were coming directly from the pool because sometimes they can go that long. You no, know, we we were lucky. Everything worked once we got started, and it went very well. So, uh, you know, the rain was unfortunate. Sixteen hundredths of an inch here in the Fond du Lac area is what we've been seeing, and everybody else kind of falling in line with that. Where a lot of folks didn't see any rain either, but that little disturbance moved down through. There's another weak front off the northwest corner of Wisconsin today, and there aren't some showers a lot closer to La Crosse, southeast Minnesota, northeast Iowa, just a little rain. La Crosse could see a brief shower yet this morning. Not going to amount to much, just enough to make it kind of damp. That's all I'd anticipate. But a little disturbance is going to try to move back in. I think we're all in line for some rain chances, especially as we start looking on toward Friday afternoon or Friday evening, and more likely, certainly, Later on Saturday and into Saturday evening, that's when rain amounts could very well add up. You know, it's a couple of days out. Looks like it could become a lot more wet as we head on through Saturday. Very warm, too, as we head toward the weekend. I'll have forecast details right after this. Time to catch up with our Wisconsin Soybean Association, our Soybean Marketing Board, our Soybean Growers, all together as one. Keep up to date on regular updates as far as what's happening in fields and with the associations at badgerbean.com. You can also go to coolbean.info. That's where Dr. Sean Conley, University Extension Soybean Specialist, posts his updates from time to time. Pam, it's been a pretty quiet year. Um, if you look around, we just were able to run uh, Damon Smith's uh, white mold prediction model, and basically all of that is showing low risk, which is which is good for the farmers out there right now. There's really not a lot of insects out there. I would think the biggest challenge we would had up to this point was weed control, day and herbicides, and that's been a big challenge out there. I was just able to go down to Rodrigo Worley's field day and talk about water hemp, and he basically he's looking at now in some of these early plant situations, which I'm really trying to promote farmers to get in their plant early for the yield advantage. Want to find out more? Remember, that's brought to you courtesy of your soybean checkoff dollars, Wisconsin Soybean Marketing Board. You can find out more about what's happening with that group, Badger B. Bean.com, or like we said, Dr. Conley's site, coolbean.info. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Rural Mutual Insurance is a proud sponsor of the Wisconsin State Fair. As a thank you for your support, they're giving away State Fair tickets. Visit ruralmutual.com win and enter to win State Fair tickets. All righty, Stu, take it away with that forecast. All right, sunny and summery today. Upper 80s for all of us. West winds at 5 to 10. That small shower chance at La Crosse this morning could hold their temp down a couple of degrees. We stay overall clear through the nighttime, only back in the mid-60s. Northwest winds 5 to 10. Some sunshine on Friday. Could be a few more clouds, a slight chance of rain by late Friday afternoon. Upper 80s, southwest winds 5 to 15. Mostly sunny and hot Saturday. A shower chance toward mid or late afternoon, but more likely closer to 90 on Saturday. Southwest winds at 5 to 10. And measurable rain, Pam, I'd think Saturday, Saturday night. And it stays cooler than at least for Sunday, but could be a little damp. Well, you know, if we've got, you know, loading out on Sunday happening, that's probably better that it's going to be a little on the cooler side. 
Yeah, yeah, back toward normal, low 80s. That should be a lot easier for loading and moving. All right. Sounds good, buddy. Catch up with you tomorrow. Get a nap in. Well, we're going to try that. <laughs> Stumacher, Ag Meteorologist, along with us on a Thursday morning. Part of the reason I say that, I think he's got the livestock auction at the Fond du Lac County Fair he's going to be announcing tonight. Keep your eyes out for Stephanie and Charity at the Fond du Lac County Fair later today. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Are you the kind of person that goes into the woods with a pocket knife, a stick of gum, an extra shoelace, and can build a whole house? Then you're the person W.E. Davies is looking for. They're hiring one person, the perfect individual who can lead whole construction projects without breaking a sweat. Yeah, they're asking a lot. They offer a lot, too. Come see if you're the one that they're looking for. Visit wedaviesremodeling.com. The Young Farmer and Agriculturist Program is for our younger Farm Bureau members up to 35 years of age, and that is where a lot of our contests take place, which was something that I had the opportunity to do through the discussion meet, as well as achievement. It's a program you should really look into. WFBF.com. It opened up opportunities for me. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. New kitchen, new bath, you can increase the value of your home without draining your savings account. AF Construction has easy finance options. For a limited time, 12 months, same as cash loans are available with approved credit. See the website for details. AF Construction, your local hands-on remodeling contractor, offering line item estimates and eye-popping results. For your free consultation, visit afconstructionllc.com. Get ready for a remarkable new look. When you're shopping around for a pre-owned vehicle, you know what you want. A shiny, fun-to-drive ride that won't let you down. But how do you know if it's reliable? A Wisconsin State Inspection is 60 points, which means checking 60 things. Most dealerships follow that playbook. Bergstrom Automotive isn't exactly what you would call most dealerships. Bergstrom performs a 172-point inspection on all pre-owned vehicles before they're even chosen to be on the lot. 172. That's 112 more areas where the vehicle needs an exam. With that much attention, you know they're looking at parts and pieces you probably didn't even know exist. Do the math. A 60-point inspection or 172. And all to make sure you're safe, confident, and happy with your pre-owned purchase. Choose from over 1,500 elaborately inspected pre-owned vehicles at Bergstrom Automotive. Join the Bergstrom Auto Family. Wiseway Flooring's budget-friendly pricing beats the big box store every day. Wiseway stocks flooring by the pallet and the roll to get you better pricing. Our cash and carry discount saves you even more for a beautiful do-it-yourself floor. I'm Mike Yenser at Wiseway Flooring, inviting you to visit our showroom in Watertown, Lake Mills, and Economwalk. See how our product pricing might be the right thing for you. Commercial or residential, the wise have it. Log on to INeedFlooringNow.com. You've collected a lifetime of jewelry. Some of it you'll never give up. Others, well, it can continue to be hidden away or you can repurpose it and bring it back to life with the help of William Thomas Custom Jewelry. The master designers at William Thomas Custom Jewelry will help you create that one-of-a-kind piece that's redesigned, updated, and uniquely you. Something you'll definitely want to show off the minute you put it on. 
William Thomas Custom Jewelry. Your inspiration, your custom jeweler. Some think it's luck. Some think it must be genetic. You know those women who never seem to age, but you have to wonder what lucky star they were born under. At Electrolysis Clinic and Laser, they know it's pure science. The Oxygenio Plus 3-in-1 Super Facial is all about great science. The results will have you thinking they met Genio in a bottle. Just 30 minutes and back to your life. Visit Electrolysis Clinic and Laser online at madisonelectrolysis.com. Do it today. Look amazing tomorrow. You wear the same size, you do the same workout, yet her butt is high and tight. And let's face it, she's smoking hot. While you're just another sweaty Betty, what you don't know is while you're putting in extra time grunting it out at the gym, she is relaxing poolside. And why? Because she comes to Carbon World Health for FDA-approved M-Sculpt treatments. Her butt is a work of art because this technology is state-of-the-art. CarbonWorldHealth.com Time to pop on that helmet, strap yourself in, and stand on that pedal. Sugar River Raceway is now open for the season, and the race is on. Perfect for bachelor parties, company outings, turnkey Thursdays, or just because you want to drive a real 50-mile-an-hour racing machine. Go to SugarRiverRaceway.com for program schedules, rider race information, and what's on tap for this week at the track. Sugar River Raceway, just 40 minutes south of Madison and Broadhead. Get your race on! Greg Jennings, a known Green Bay Packers hater. Now, Greg Jennings uh, was very good for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers and him had a great connection. Uh, and then I remember a story coming out where Rodgers went up to Jennings in one of the last games and said, you're not going to be here next year. And that kind of soured everything. And then Greg Jennings went you know, wild on the Internet. Well, I should say more so his sister did. His sister started throwing the Packers under the bus, Aaron Rodgers under the bus, and then Greg Jennings started, you know, there was a stretch where Greg Jennings just couldn't help himself, and he just, the vitriol for the Packers and Aaron Rodgers was at an all-time high. So Greg Jennings, ever since then, now he's obviously in the media, and he always, every time he says something about the Packers, it's always in a negative light, and people got to, you know, get after him. Uh, What do we know, and we had this conversation, what was this, yesterday, talking about who's got the easiest path of uh, winning their respective divisions between the Brewers, uh, the Badgers football team and the Packers, it was resounding Green Bay Packers are going to run away with the NFC North. Yeah. Right? I mean, that was the, the, the Twitter poll is a landslide. And Not as much of, as the one going on right now. Well, but. part of that has to do with the caliber of their team and their quarterback. <laughs> I, I think the NL Central and NFC North are very similar in that regard, but the Brewers are not good enough at this point today to run away with the division. So that's, I think, where a lot of that came from. Here is Greg Jennings with uh, Colin Coward. Coward. Colin Cowherd on the herd talking about the NFC North. Vision may be weaker. Cousins will feel supported. I love their skill pieces. I think the Vikings shocked the league this year. You're in the the belly of that beast. What do you think? I'm with you. I I don't really necessarily believe that they're going to be a shocker to a lot of teams. This was a good team that couldn't win in close games. Um, But you, you make a great point about... Kirk Cousins and the support of management and head coaches and all the things, right? And and, and it reminds me of a situation we saw play out in Philly with Carson Wentz, who ran away from that relationship and how he felt about it and wanted to feel support and didn't endure it. Kirk Cousins has always endured it. He's always had this defensive coach when he was in this purple uniform and with the Vikings. And so he never was going to be the the savior, if you will. But now you have a coach who's on your side of the ball, head coach, who's 
who's really dictating everything, and you're in a more favorable position. And for me, Kirk Cousins has always been a B-plus quarterback yeah. that I know you, you're high on Jimmy Garoppolo being underrated, but he's always been underappreciated, I think, yeah. is a better word for Kirk yeah. Cousins. But I, this team is going to – they're going to win the North. I'm not going to say Green, Green Bay is going to fold. They're going to be they're going to be Green Bay. They still have Aaron Rodgers. But this team altogether is definitely going to be one of the most improved, if not the most improved team in the NFL. You're telling me that a Vikings team that had one of the worst defenses in the league last year with didn't make the playoffs. They now have a brand new coach, a brand new GM, Kirk Cousins, who is a decent quarterback. But the Green Bay Packers have a guy who is a shoe in for the Hall of Fame two-time back-to-back MVP, four times total, Super Bowl winner, one of statistically the greatest quarterbacks of all time, who we always have said makes the wide receiver, makes the offense go, who is a beautiful mind out there on the field. And the Green Bay Packers, who are going to have, uh, by all accounts, a top 10, top 5, maybe number 1 defense in the league, if you believe the smoke that they're blowing out there in Green Bay, that they're going to fall in one of the weakest divisions, the NFC North, to the Minnesota Vikings. Give me a break. That's one of the dumbest things I think I've ever heard. Ben Kenny, that's the delusional Packer fan talking. No. And I I am a Packer fan, but these Vikings, they could pull something out of their hat. I think so. Like Dave bet you, Ben, that Illinois is going to come into Camp Randall. I'll bet anyone that wants to take it up that the Green Bay Packers win the NFC North in a landslide. I agree. I will say. Like, the Packers are going to win the North, barring significant injury. The team, I think, could be stronger than it was last year. Devontae's gone, but the defense got a lot better in the draft. I I mean, they even though there's some questions on the line, I think team-wide, the special teams will be a lot better. The team could be better than it was last year. They will win the North. I will say, though, this Vikings team will be better than it was, much better than last season, record-wise. When you lose as many one-score games as they did, naturally, as you go forward, and this is not necessarily the same for Nebraska football because they're just a disaster, but it kind of reverts back to the mean. So I think there will be more wins out there. Same with the Lions in that kind of sense, where they're competitive. They just, everything bounced the other way last season. That could turn around a bit. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Another hot, sticky day on the way around Wisconsin. Sunshine in 88. Tomorrow, partly sunny in 88. Saturday, partly sunny skies, 90 degrees with a 50% chance of afternoon showers and thunderstorms. We're talking about the weather's influence on our markets and what's going on with the dairy complex. Mike North, the primary partner of EverAg out of Platteville, joining us live this morning to break it all down for us. I'm P.M. Yankee. So glad you're along with us. So today is the 21st day of July. On this day back in 1983, the lowest temperature ever measured on Earth occurred at a research station in Antarctica. Temperature fell to minus 128.6 degrees Fahrenheit the lowest temperature ever measured on Earth back in 1983 at a research station in Antarctica. On this day in 1969, Neil Armstrong became the first person to walk on the moon, stepped on the moon's surface almost seven hours after Apollo 11, the spacecraft that carried him, landed on the Sea of Tranquility on the moon. And what did he say when he stepped foot on the moon? 
One small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Wonder how long he had to think about that. Uh, Well, he obviously thought about it on this day. Back in 1972, George Carlin, comedian, was arrested at Summerfest in Milwaukee. He performed his Seven Words You Can't Say on TV skit. At that same festival, the Plasmatics vocalist Wendy Williams also arrested for obscenity. Wow, quite the show to have been attending back in 1972 at Summerfest. And now you know. It's time again for our Alcivia Co-op Talk, an opportunity for you to learn more about this agribusiness that's serving the state of Wisconsin. And I'll tell you what, everybody's been hearing it. I know that you have for sure. But there are all kinds of opportunities in agriculture today, and that's where we want to train our eye today, visiting about the different opportunities within Alcivia. And no better person to try to give us the depth and scope of opportunities than Monica Brantner. She is the Human Resources Manager for Alcivia Co-op and our guest today for Co-op Talk. You know, that's the thing, Monica, trying to get people to pay attention to these great job opportunities. That's got to be one of your greatest challenges these days. Yes, yes, it, it, it is. Um, thank you for having me today. Um, we have many great positions open right now, um, talking to a lot of great candidates and finding the right fit for them. Um, there's many opportunities, uh, anywhere from retail management to operations. Um, we always have an opening for anyone with a CDL. Right, yeah, that's one of the value areas for sure that's so important to any agribusiness. Talk to us a little bit more about the benefits of working with a company the size and scope of Alcivia. We have to remember, Alcivia literally has a statewide footprint, so regardless of where you're hearing our voice, there's opportunities. What are some of the benefits that really seem to perk up and catch people's attention? Yeah, we have a lot of great benefits uh, that we offer to employees. Um, One of them that stands out that I'd like to just touch on is the volunteer time that we offer to our full-time employees. We offer 16 hours of volunteer time per year for them to take that time to, you know, reach out uh, to something that is not for profit. Um, We participate with Second Harvest. Um, We also participate with Drive to Feed Kids, and we love to give our employees the opportunity to take the time away from work and participate with those things. So that's just one of the great benefits that we offer. Um, We do like to help develop our employees um, and find the right fit for them, um, help them, you know, give them that opportunity uh, by offering tuition reimbursement. Um, So, yes, many employees do take advantage of that. Um, Throughout our footprint, there are many opportunities, um, you know, anywhere from feed manufacturing operators, um, fuel delivery associates, you know, all the way down to our our C stores, um, there's part-time positions available if someone's looking for part-time, even in, you know, all the small communities that we that we are a part of. Never overlook the opportunities for you, your family, your career within Alcivia. Monica Brantner along with us. She is the gal that will be working with you to find those opportunities. She's the human resources manager for Alcivia Cooperative. Remember, as she said, alcivia.com backslash careers can get you started. And that, my friends, is our Alcivia Co-op Talk featuring Monica Brantner, human resources manager. Check out their website again today for all the opportunities near you. Alcivia.com. 
As a dairy farmer, you depend on your milk receiver pump. McFin Technologies of Kenosha introduces the impressive Bowpeller pump. It's quieter, there's lower maintenance, as the seals last much longer than your old milk receiver pump. It offers a more powerful cleaning cycle with higher velocities, and it doesn't degrade the quality of your milk. Ask your dealer for the Bowpeller milk receiver pump, patented by McFin Technologies, an American company committed to providing a better product for the dairy industry. When hot weather strikes, cattle are stressed. Feed intake decreases and milk production drops. Summer heat may also impact the performance of your herd's reproductive program. Protect your bottom line this summer. Add BioVet's Bovine Gold Light to the TMR and keep your livestock hydrated, milk production up, and breeding program in check. Add Bovine Gold Light to your operation today. Find BioVet online at bio-vet.com. Bio-vet.com. I've got some cheese curds that I'm willing to share. Then I want to ride that giant slide over there. So if you've got 11 days to spare, won't you come with me to the Wisconsin State Fair? Won't you come with me to the Wisconsin? Great state of Wisconsin State Fair. There's something for everyone. Wisconsin State Fair, presented by U.S. Cellular, August 4th through the 14th. We need you and your rain gauge. It's time for the Rural Mutual Rainfall Report, and we need you to text your rainfall report to 877-301-FARM. That's 877-301-3276. Be sure and include your name and where you're reporting from, because every month we'll pick a winner that will get a digital weather station, courtesy of the Midwest Farm Report and Rural Mutual Insurance. Premiums paid here, stay here to keep Wisconsin strong. Just a quick look at markets before we catch up with Mike North from Everag. Yesterday in Chicago, barrel cheese gained four cents to two oh five, but forty pound block cheese on Wednesday was unchanged at one ninety seven and a half. Double A butter dropped two and a half cents to close on Wednesday at two ninety one and a half per pound. Red ink this morning, Dow Jones Industrial Average currently down more than one hundred points. December corn's down seven and a half at five eighty two. November beans are down thirteen cents at thirteen nineteen. We've got September wheat down two. At 817. Class 3 milk for August is up a penny in Chicago at 2070 at 100 weight, but September milk that closed seven cents stronger yesterday at 2051 100 weight. You know, the weather today doesn't make you think about it, but now is a good time to start putting in your fuel orders for the fall and winter. Whether it's propane to eat your home or diesel for the harvest, Jason Schwantz, Senior Vice President of Refined Fuels at CHS, says now is the time to try to protect yourself, not only for the volume you'll need, but the price you want. People should get out there and work with your cooperative, uh, look at contracting, look at getting your tanks filled, making sure that you're, you're prepared for this fall. That's all I you know, really focused on. Prices are coming down. Quite frankly, in the fall, temp prices tend to creep back up because you get that fall demand. And we just want to make sure that people are ahead of this game because we know there's going to be some supply issues out there. Things are tight. Stocks and inventories aren't growing. And we just want to make sure that people fill their tanks, prepare as much as you can. This fall season, we really believe it's going to be busy. Jason Schwantz, he's the Senior Vice President of Refined Fuels at CHS. He also reminds people that more than a third of the U.S. refining capacity is in the Gulf. And guess what? 
Hurricane season starts in October. Schwantz says just one natural disaster like that could have a major impact on available supplies and, of course, prices. Mike North, principal with EverEgg out of Platteville, joining us live on a Thursday next. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. We're known for our sweet moves, but what you might not know is that we can store your stuff too. Yep, from one day to one year. We can hold on to your things on our trucks or in our warehouse. This is Brenda from Mad City Moving. We call that the unexpected storage move. Mad City Moving dominates any move. Their crew will handle your things, well, like your things deserve to be handled. Online at madcitymoving.com. Mad City Moving. You haven't seen moves like these before. Because of you, someone gets to stay home in familiar surroundings. Because of you, there will always be a friendly smile. Because you are the bright star in someone's life. Bright Star Home Care is looking for caregivers and nurses. Bright Star believes working one-on-one with clients in their homes means better care. It's the reason you got into healthcare in the first place. Be the bright star in someone's life. Work with Bright Star. Apply today at brightstarjobs.com. While the rest of the world seems to be moving in slow motion, you're ready to gear it up. Sugar River Raceway is now open for the season and the track is calling your name. A half-mile paved sprint course with 10 challenging turns. This is no slow-as-you-go amusement park ride. These are full-blown 50-mile-an-hour screaming machines. Book your bachelor party, company outing, or your badass desire for speed at SugarRiverRaceway.com. Just 40 minutes south of Madison and Broadhead. Get your race on! You know who tells a great story? Our Tom's Auto Center customers, like Blake, who recently gave us a five-star review. It reads, I appreciated the emailed estimate and text message communication about the repairs. Thanks, Blake. Schedule your appointment, tomsautocenter.com. We'll make sure you get five-star service. Tom's Auto Center, where the getter picks get her done to get you going, guys. Off Highway 51 in McFarland, a stone's throw from McDonald's. From farm to fork and everything in between, we cover it all. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Absolutely we do. Right now, a lot of coverage of county fair activities. Always want to remind you that you can follow us on social media, Fabulous Farm Babe on Facebook, or check out our website, MidwestFarmReport.com. Yesterday, Allison Lund was at the Green County Fair. Today, Stephanie and Charity are up at the Fond du Lac County Fair. I'll be out at the Dane County Fair. We keep you covered, that's for sure. We're also keeping an eye on what's happening in the marketplace. Dow Jones Industrial Average this morning opening up uh, in the red ink, as are many of our commodities. That's been the story for our dairy complex for the past couple of weeks. Mike North, did we have a global auction this week, Mike? Anything to kind of tip the hand at what's going on? We did. We kicked the week off with it, and uh, the Index of prices, which if you recall, uh, Global Dairy Trade basically has eight products that uh, trade every two weeks. Um, the index of prices fell 5%, which um, you know doesn't seem like a lot, but uh, th- that's a pretty sizable move when we talk about uh, the, the dairy complex. Uh, 
leading that was skim milk powder, which was down 8.6%, and whole milk powder right behind it at 5.1%. Between those two, they carry over 75% of the volume. So as we talk about the global marketplace, it's often an ingredient market. And when we look at that auction, whole milk powder, skim milk powder are the two big dogs uh, in that race. So um, to see them down, you know, 8.6, 5.1, that's that's a big statement. And it it really softens this market that we've been watching so closely of late. Uh, The powder market has been very strong. Uh, and, and, and you could say generally the class four market with uh, fats, you know, the butter and hydrous milk fat uh, right behind it being kind of the second place uh, uh, contestant in that in that uh, price index. So, um, you know, some big movements there. But I think the one that, you know, we all uh, here in Wisconsin pay more attention to is what was happening with the cheddar price and the cheddar price itself was. Uh, also lower, but only by about two percent. Which, uh, to bring that uh, you know back home here, uh, we saw their price drop uh, to uh, a level that is two dollars and twenty cents a pound in U.S. dollar terms, uh, which you know stacks up against our dollar ninety-seven type of marketplace. So we're still maintaining a little bit of competitive edge, but the more pressure we put on that world market, uh, the harder and harder it is to compel people to uh, uh, you know, pay that $2 uh, price point, especially when you look at the strength of the U.S. dollar and, and put that all in context. Well, and everybody's been talking about inflation. If that is about an ingredient market, Mike, is that speaking to trends they're already noticing in consumer purchase patterns and the food that they're buying? Yeah, I think, you know, as you look around, um, you know, you have to uh, put things in a bit of perspective with the global dairy trade. Largest uh, buyers there uh, are is China. China, you know, as we all know, has been you know almost entirely locked down for most of the spring, and they've come out the backside of it. Things have been opening back up. Um, you know, we're we're watching them closely to see you know what they're going to look like, but. Uh, if in fact these last few auctions are any sort of a uh, you know real good testament to their appetite, then yes, in fact that is a trend that as we go forward becomes a bit concerning. Uh, there's still a lot of hope that as they you know kind of get people moving again, that they're going to have to backfill the pipeline because they didn't lock up their people and not feed them. Right? They were still eating. So uh, there is some hope that they have to backfill and, and, and bring product back in to uh, make up for what they weren't uh, backfilling during the lockdown. So uh, we'll, we'll see how that plays out. But uh, the, the softening is definitely a concern. When you look at you know, global dairy trade all the way around, um, you know, we have, uh, we've watched as for the last uh, several sessions, the last several auctions, if you will, uh, that that uh, that that market has continued to slip, and um, if you go back to spring of 2020, we began kind of the the mass turnaround, if you will, in global dairy trade pricing. Um, the last couple of auctions now have violated that trend that was in place for the better part of two years. So um, when you see a trend line break like that, you, you do have to start asking those questions, but. You know, in perspective, even with the sell-off in the last 
few auctions, we still stand at some of the highest levels that we've had in eight, nine years. So we're still in pretty lofty territory. We've just lost some of that luster that we had uh, just, you know, a couple of months ago. Mike North, principal with Ever Ag out of Platteville, along with us. Let's talk about how that relates down to the farm gate then, Mike. Trying to get a handle on our feed costs for the fall, winter, and into 2023. What are margins looking like? So if you look at it mapped against the dairy margin coverage uh, product, which is out there and available to U.S. dairymen uh, you know, nationwide, um, on that formula, it pencils out to about $10.5 milk over feed. Now that speaks nothing to how you booked feed, when you booked feed, at what price you booked feed, or vice versa if you did anything with milk price. So this is kind of a blind shot in the dark, but it's the best metric we have to be fair and universal across the discussion. So when we talk about it at ten and a half dollars, that that you know that's again standing relatively tall um, relative to history. But if you go back here you know, a couple of months ago, that same index was showing um, a uh, margin that was a dollar and a half better than that. And so we were, you know, certainly in a much better place at that time. But the good news with, you know, milk prices coming off $4 in the course of the last few weeks is that corn and soybean meal prices have been coming off as well. And so there's been a relatively balanced discussion as we've walked our way forward and we've been able to maintain those margins within about a dollar of uh, of of uh, where they've been over the course of the last month and a half so uh, even while we've watched milk prices come off because of the the uh, the feed prices coming off too we're in a really good spot and so uh, this still gives dairymen uh, some leverage to look forward at the year and say hey how can I manage my financial position uh, even in all of this turbulence? And, uh, you know, I guess that's where we step into the conversation with many a dairyman around the country and help them navigate that discussion. Excellent. Appreciate it. Mike North, always full of uh, knowledge that you want. Principal with EverAg. He's in Platteville, but they've got brokers all across the countryside. Go to their website, ever.ag, and you can, can get connected with him and the rest of the team. Mike North, along with us to wrap up a Thursday. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke.